All right, welcome to The Socialist. My name is Keegan Call from Dallas, Texas, with my two co-hosts, starting with Hunter Ells, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm Hunter Ells. I live in Provo, Utah. Ooh, okay. Spicy. And uh, we also have Matthew Mickelson. Uh, I think he's on some private plane with Amazon right now. Where are you at right now, Matthew? Um, yeah, Matthew Mickelson. Call me Matt. I'm actually currently in L.A., but um, more permanently live in Seattle, Washington. Awesome. Well, I think that's all you're going to learn about us tonight. I'm sure over the pods you're going to learn more and more about us. Uh, just a little introduction for everyone. The Socialist, we do the best of the best and the worst of the worst. We do ranks, lists, and tiers, uh, ranging from all sorts of topics, whether it's sports, TV, movies, food, months of the year. Yeah, something even as dumb as that. Uh, if you follow my Facebook feed, this might be a little bit familiar. We're basically converting that into a podcast. And uh, Hunter and Matt have always been great followers and commentators, and they offer great opinions. So tonight, we're going to do the all-time top 10 NBA players, uh, you know, in reference to the NBA 75, this is really where it came up. And again, this is not just going to always be sports, but tonight, that's how we're going to open things up. Uh, we're going to be running through our top 10, uh, starting from 10 down. And we will talk and debate about it. And then we'll talk about some snubs at the end. And then, yeah, it'll be fun. We're figuring out this as we go. This is our first podcast. So uh, cue the music. The Socialists. is actually a techno song that was made in ninth grade. You'd be amazed about the difficulties of copyright music. Uh, if any listener has some better ideas, we're always open to improving. But uh, let's go ahead and get started with our top 10 NBA players of all time. Uh, Hunter, would you like to start us off with your 10th best player of all time? Yeah, so I, I thought the 10 best players of all time was a hard list to put together. I feel like maybe there's seven people that deserve to be on the list and you can maybe insert an extra three. Um, but I put Shaquille O'Neal as my number 10 individual. So big diesel. And then, uh, Matt, who do you have at number 10? I know I'm going to get some, some hate for this, probably. Um, but definitely agree with Hunter. I think the list, uh, for a lot of the guys on the list, you can argue um, different reasons for, for different guys. And I at number six on the list and put them at ten on the list, and, and um, you could put up a good debate. Um, but for number ten, I have Larry Bird. Okay. Interesting. What has you have? I think most people listening probably would have Larry Bird higher. What has you put have him at ten? Um, I think the uh, the most important thing with any career, um, in sports, whether it's basketball, football, um, you name it, is longevity. And I think when you look at most of the guys on the list. They're guys who excelled for a long period of time, and it just doesn't quite give that to you. If you actually go look at his total career and compare his awards, his accolades, his championships, um, it's actually very similar to like Stephen Curry. Um, and so when I'm when I'm thinking of like all-time greats, I'm thinking about somebody who did it for 
you know, 18, 19 years, just day in and day out. And his, his 13 years career kind of, it just has a, a bad, bad vibe in my mind. So uh, are we debating Michael Jordan and LeBron James already? Or are we talking about Larry Bird? <laughs> Larry Bird. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because it sounded like you're already opening up your argument for greatest of all time. Just wanted to make sure I didn't miss yeah, it. No, okay. not at all. That that'll be that'll be number one and number two. All right, all right. I, I think he's warming up everyone for a similar argument. That's something I noticed, but uh. I also have Shaquille O'Neal at number 10. Uh, for me, and one of my comments for where I rank people is, you know, I think it's fine to have Shaquille O'Neal higher. I think it's fine to have him off the top 10 list as well. But for me personally, uh, you know, four championship rings, three finals MVPs. I'm going to highlight that finals MVPs having multiple uh, is really rare to have multiple. Uh, I mean, there's a short list in the NBA history. There's like 12, 13 guys with multiple finals MVPs. Mm-hmm. So that's saying something. Yeah, Shaq. Yeah, I mean, he's extremely solid. I, I felt like it was hard to bump him off the list at all, um, in my view. Just as 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 a single player, how dominant physically he was, how well he moved, um, how... Uh, physical he was. He was just a force to be wrecking with. Yeah, if you're if you're looking to take your your starting five all time um, to go win a basketball game or go win a championship, it'd be hard not to pick him as your center. Yeah, some uh, I guess some reasons that keep Shaq from moving up for me is uh. Really, the end of his career wasn't very graceful. I think people would probably be surprised to see how many teams he actually played for. Uh, When we think of Shaq, you know, he started with the Magic, won his championships at the Lakers, and then got another with the Heat. Uh, But from there, he was team hopping, actually, which the rest of my top ten pretty much, you know... Stayed, yeah. yeah. Stayed. I, I, well, to be fair, I think an argument for him is I think playing for all 30, 32 teams was a feat in itself, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you don't see many players that play for every single team in the, in the league. <laughs> well, he's got like, I don't know if you've seen that, uh, ESPN, uh, like GIF, like his jerseys complete the rainbow. Yeah. With all the colors. Cause he, Suns, yeah. Cavs, Celtics, Lakers, Heat, Magic. Yeah, he, did he play for six or seven teams? Uh, six. Six teams. Wow. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a that's a harm. Like as as the best player, like why would the best player just be moved around, right? Like so often, it's just you know just crazy. Yeah, it's amazing what players he played with too. Like I think people forget mm-hmm. he's played with like Steve Nash, LeBron James, Kevin Garnett. Yep. Penny Hardaway, Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant. So he's definitely had a share of talent. Yeah, people. people- People give LeBron and Kevin Durant and all these other guys um, guff for ring chasing and going up and teaming up with superstars, but Shaq is the original OG to do it. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, uh, I think we've hit on Shaq pretty well. Let's move on to our number nine. Uh, Hunter, who do you have at nine? Yeah, so I put Larry Bird at nine for me instead of ten. Um, I I really like Larry Bird, but I know we can discuss uh, even more about him. Yeah, Larry Bird. Uh, I was not alive for Larry Bird. Uh, for those listening, I'm 27 years old, so I did not personally watch Larry Bird. It's all YouTube uh, and stat following which i do a lot of i've got a few excel lists for those who know me that's pretty common to me (laughs) yeah so i I think larry i think larry bird has the most epic moment in nba history when he decides to go score like 35 points left-handed oh so many stories and and for me like in ranking these individuals, like hearing the stories of Larry Bird are ridiculous. One of the fiercest competitors out there, um, super fundamental, 
one of the hottest shooters, passes extremely well, IQ off the charts. Um, I think, yeah, hearing that story of him calling shots, shooting left-handed, saying he'll shoot it and then fall into the, the opposing coach's lap and the other players are just dying laughing. Like there comes a, a huge amount of skill that has to even accomplish that. So I love Larry. Uh, crazy trash talker. Could back it up. <laughs> yeah, I guess something you could say against Larry Bird, it might surprise people that I always think of those Celtics teams as dynasties and like win all these championships, but he actually only had three championships. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think another thing that goes for him, so he won, the MVPs that he won in the league were back to back to back, which is happened with, I believe, like one other person in the league, which is absolutely just unheard of. Yeah, and I'll bring up, I guess I'll bring this up now with Bird, but like, if you look at like MVP, like where they ranked, I think even amongst like a six-year span, he was like top two in like a six-year span, mm-hmm. which again, like you pointed out, it's not very, it's pretty much unheard of to, I mean, there's just voter fatigue even, and just shows he was playing that well. Yeah, he was phenomenal. And obviously, like I said, short career, you know, as Matt said, 13 years is a very long, totally had some very bad back injuries and um, just didn't have the the endurance to, to make it happen, which, you know, is a pretty big negative mark. Sure. Matt, who do you have at nine? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille right. O'Neal. Oh, we just flipped on, we just flipped on that one um pretty much all the same reasons that uh we've already talked about but yeah i think i mean we have two tens with shaquille and and you're having at nine so i think we're pretty agreed there he's an all-time player but he's more like someone we'd be comfortable taking off the list which we'll kind of talk about in a later in the mm-hmm. pod about just some players that could knock off some of our top 10 uh, my number nine might not be on a lot of people's top ten. I think he's one of the most underrated players of all time, and that's Hakeem Olajuwon. Uh, the dream. Uh, the dream. I'll just share some things I like about Hakeem, and you know, ultimately why I have him over Shaq. Uh, a lot of focus is on offense, but Hakeem was like a defensive elite player. Again, you know. Of my top ten, only two of the players have defense, uh, defensive player of the year award. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hakeem has two of them. Uh, he has two finals MVPs and an MVP, uh, two rings. Uh, I would definitely say he's part of the greatest what-if NBA finals that we never got. Uh, between the Houston Rockets, led by Hakeem, taking on Michael Jordan and the yep. Chicago Bulls. Yep. Uh, it just one of those things... Never really happened, but uh, I think Hakeem is one of the funnest players to watch too. Like if you go on YouTube and just watch, you know, the Dream Shake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just I just think he's elite offensively, off uh, elite defensively. His resume all across the board is strong offensively and defensively. He checks every major box. Uh, he had great longevity. You know, he had twelve All NBAs, twelve All Stars. Uh. Fun fact: He played for the Raptors. Not many people know that. <laughs> that's a career. fun little. That's a fun little fact. And honestly, I, I don't know why Hakeem doesn't get as much credit. I I look at. I'll tell team. you why. Okay, go for it. <laughs> I'll tell you why. I really like Hakeem as a as a player as an individual. I think the biggest issue that I have with Hakeem, and and this kind of goes you know with it, is that he was always second to Michael. He won his two championships when Michael was retired in the middle of his career. He won them in, what, 94 and 95? Well, and so, Michael Jordan I, did come back one of those years, but yeah. Yeah, and so like he had, he had won those championships there, and then Michael had come back, and then Michael had just won more championships you know, over there. And so I, that's why I feel like Hakeem is in, often talk about is he was just way overshadowed. I really like him offensively, defensively, awesome player to to watch but i think that's a huge mm-hmm. negative mark against hakeem frankly same, same draft class too same draft class yeah i would have to i would agree with hunter i mean you even see it today with like uh 
you know, you could argue that Kevin Durant's one of the most talented basketball players of all time, but he's just been overshadowed his entire career. I would go as far as to say Akeem is probably the most, one of the all-time greats in basketball. He's probably the most unlucky for yeah. having played when he played. If he would have played in any other generation, I think he would have had three, four, maybe five championships. And just, yeah, it's kind of like a... In that shadow. Yeah, it's kind of like the Ryan Lochte and Michael Phelps with swimming in the Olympics, right? Or, uh, you know, Usain Bolt and uh, what's the gentleman? Uh, he's runs for USA. His last name's Gay, but I mean, it's just. Justin, Justin Gatlin? Oh, Gatlin. Yep, that's him. Um, I think Gay is a, a different runner, but yeah, just the timing, the unlucky. And so obviously, like I said, he showed, like, he, you know, he can win, and if Michael's not around. No, that's fair enough. It yeah, it kind of looks like his. I don't want to call it an asterisk, but it's like, oh, you got your championships when Jordan was retired a year and then came back for eleven games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's but, um, yeah. If we would have done a top eleven, he would have been <laughs> my number eleven. I would have been happy to put Hakeem on my my top eleven list. <laughs> I guess my last comment on him, why I have him over Shaq, is uh, if you think of who was Hakeem's best teammate. On those championship teams, I think some a lot of people would pause and be like, uh, and then you go with Shaq, and you're like, oh, Kobe, Dwayne Wade, and then I think, I think the gap between Hakeem and Shaq's offense is not as big as the gap between Hakeem and Shaq's defense, if I'm making that, if that makes sense. So that's my justification mm-hmm. with him over Shaq, but I, I, I get I also, it. I also, I also think a big part to the... the top 10 players of all time list that we're probably not going to talk about too much as coaches. I mean, sure. you look at Shaq, hmm. had two of the greatest coaches of all time, arguably. And then I'm, I, I, I have no idea who Akeem, his coach was, but a lot of these people on this list, they have the, you know, some of the best coaches of all time. So that's also probably another positive for Akeem. Very true. Yeah. Well, uh, We'll get off our. I'll get off my Hakeem rant. Uh, Hunter, do you want to give us number eight? <laughs> yeah. So I put as my number eight Magic Johnson. Whoa. I, I did. I know that's going to be more of a hot take, but yeah, he's pretty probably high up on the list, right? Uh, best point guard of all time. Um, yeah, I just. I think he's better than Bird. <laughs> So I put him higher on the list than Bird, um, but I feel like I have lots of other people that I feel like I would take as greatest player over Magic. Wow. Well, I will say one thing that would go against Magic is that his teammate might be better than him all time. To many people, uh, Kareem. We'll get more to Kareem later. I have a lot to say about him, but uh, yeah, I, I just look at Magic's resume and career statistics, and that one's tough for me to put an eight. I'd be, I'm curious to see who you have above him. Yeah. Uh, Matt, who do you have at eight? I have uh, Kobe Bryant at number eight. Um. Yeah, I mean, I to be honest, if you would have asked me a couple years ago, he probably wasn't in my top ten. I was never really the biggest Kobe Bryant fan. Um, he just seemed, I don't know, arrogant. He didn't, you know, the whole stipulation of he never passed the ball. Um, but I feel like the more that I've watched clips of him, the more that I've, you know, I guess gotten to know his career, so to say, it's hard to deny um, his greatness. Um, I think the early part of his career does get a little bit overshadowed because of Shaq. Um, rightfully so, you know, he's a little bit younger by the end of the day. Um, stuck with the Lakers, gave him, I don't know how many years, 19 years? Yeah, something like that. Uh, multiple MVPs, multiple finals MVPs, um, one of the greatest scorers of all time. Um, Arguably the hardest working basketball player ever. Um, so, I mean, that's why 
you know, he's probably higher on my list than a lot of people's list, but I would uh, I would put him at number eight. I'm going to kind of give my seven and eight because they kind of tied together. So I have Kobe Bryant at seven and Tim Duncan at eight. So I kind of mm. feel like those are the two faces of the all-time greats for their their span of uh, history together. It's kind of like Kobe Bryant or Tim Duncan. They both have five championships. Uh, surprisingly, people forget Kobe Bryant actually only has one MVP. Yeah. Tim Duncan has two. Uh, again, I'm going to hit home on finals MVPs. I see finals MVPs as you are the best player on that team. And so I do look at five of his championships as like, yes, but you were kind of 1B, not 1A for those championships. And I mean, I don't like calling Kobe Bryant a Robin for those three rings, which I, <laughs> I, I hate when people say that. It's like, well, no, he's like a top five player in the league. I don't know if that's a really a Robin. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I echo what you say, Matt. I mean, not only he one of the – I think he's like – I think he's the toughest player to ever play in the league. I mean, he played a whole season basically with a broken finger. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, he's actually my favorite player of all time. Uh, yeah, had his jersey when I was eight years old. Uh, obviously, we lost him a couple years ago and – yeah. Total, I totally teared up about it. It blew me away. Like It just hit me. It's kind of one of those childhood icons. Uh, but yeah, it hit me. So, But yeah, I have yeah. Kobe Bryant at 7 and Tim Duncan at 8. Tim Duncan, uh, the big fundamental, just great consistency, 5 championships, 15 All-NBAs, 15 All-Stars. Uh, he's not the sexiest player. He's probably the most boring player of all time, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like Oh, yeah. But uh, I, I kind of tie those two together, and that's where I have those. So I know I kind of jumped to seven, but just kind of figured segue that. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. I think coming back to, obviously, Magic at, at eight, I know that's going to blow a lot of people back. I mean, same career length as Larry Bird, 13 years, very short career, um, relatively. Uh, accomplished, obviously, a lot. Has arguably, I mean, well, has the best scoring player ever to play on his team as well as another stack team and so as a rookie he just obviously came into a great wall and it's not an easy feat to be able to work with such powerhouses and such hall of famers and greatest all times and and then facilitate that and had phenomenal performances um a great facilitator great point guard you know huge size and i mean i felt like there were other things in his game that were lacking you know, not necessarily the best, you know, the best scorer, right? Like could take those mismatches at the point guard role and kind of push it and got a lot of his baskets. But that's why I put him up on the higher uh, on the list. Obviously, like I said, I feel like best point guard of all time. I really love Magic, really charismatic. Him and Larry Bird together really revived the love that basketball had and it going mainstream and, and really what paved the way for people like, Michael Jordan and Kobe and LeBron and Kitty and Steph to come in and really just continue to run with that because it was, it was dying out. Like I know there was like plenty of huge TV channels that were just not even pu putting live the NBA finals games. So those two really made it work. Yeah. It's definitely magic and Larry always tied together. 100%. Yeah, that rivalry obviously started in, in college basketball. They, you know, had their full 13-year career competing against each other and, you know, beating each other and classic Lakers-Celtics dynasty, you know, battles. And um, But, yeah, that's, a, that's so, some of the reasons why I feel like Magic's a, a bit higher for me than, you know, probably most other people. Right. And then who do you have at seven? Um, at seven, I have Tim Duncan okay, for me. Okay, so pretty mm -hmm. similar area. Mm -hmm. Yep, I have Tim Duncan for me. Um, just going along with uh, a lot of things you said, I think uh, one of the best two-way players uh, of all time. I know that's argued uh, a lot on his path. When I think of Tim Duncan, I think what's so cool about him is that like, he did not play with really any great well-known players. Like David Robson was at the end of the, his career when Tim Duncan was coming in. and um, So... 
he was really old. I know we talked about Tony Parker and Mano Ginobili, but I mean, these guys, uh, I mean, these aren't like necessarily even all. No, they're not like not even close, you know, uh, two, two foreign guys. And, and like, obviously we're made great because of Tim Duncan and his leadership and, and all that. And he was just extremely consistent, had a super long career, um, was great on both ends of the floor. I remember, let's see, look on that. And so I, I really like Tim Duncan a lot. 15 all, you know, uh, 15 all defensive teams. I especially love that, especially in a league where defense is, is dying. You know, one MVP, um, you know, has won five championships and just obviously a well-deserved Hall of Famer. And he's easy to deal with. I mean, from a franchise standpoint, there's just no drama. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Matt, who do so, yeah. you have at seven? Um, well, I think I need a drum roll. Oh, boy. It's exciting. Tim Duncan. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I feel like so, that's no, just I'm really his spot. Just... Somewhere between <laughs> six and ten, you know? Yeah. Well, and I guess, I guess to just clarify a little bit, but I... Because I, 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 I did flip flop between him and Kobe. You know which one was which one was seven, which one was eight. And I feel like because Kobe Bryant definitely wasn't Robin to use the term that you use, Keegan. But I feel like if you were to compare Tim Duncan and and Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan was more so the guy all the time, and then Kobe Bryant, um, he had another top ten player of all time on his team. So that's why I just gave the edge to. I guess Tim Duncan in regards to that, but probably go either way to be honest. But yeah, I mean T- Duncan finished his career a little bit more gracefully than Kobe too. I mean, I mean, pretty much the last three years of Kobe's career were just kind of a farewell tour. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I know I already touched on my seven is Kobe Bryant again. Uh, I know there's a cult following of Kobe Bryant. I get it. You know, like I said, he's my favorite player of all time. I mean, I think there's people that would have Kobe Bryant second all time. I think that's a little biased. And, you know, considering the events, I think we are probably, I got to be careful here, but maybe romanticizing Kobe Bryant a little bit more than yeah, his career I could, was. I could see the logic, right? Like yeah. this guy is the, like if you just printed out 3d printed out another michael jordan kobe would be that guy and if you love michael jordan and you see him reincarnated you're gonna love kobe and say yeah he's number two so i can see that you can see the logic there i have a what if for you so kobe bryant went to seven nba finals if he went seven and oh do you think there's consideration for him over michael jordan so my i I don't know yeah go ahead matt um, I think realistically, yes, but I think people would say no because of Jack. Now, if he went sure. seven and zero with seven Finals MVPs, then yes, for sure. But if he went seven, but if he went seven and zero with just four Finals MVPs, then probably not because people would say, "Well, your first three, yeah, you know, Shaq. you have, yeah." I think yeah, it's I, like poetic. He was one short of Jordan. It's yeah. almost kind of like you know you were just one notch below Jordan. Yeah, my my feeling is with the whole Kobe Bryant debate is like the o- really one of the only negative marks against Kobe is that oh yeah we've seen that with Michael. That's that's really what everyone's big argument against Kobe is right. Obviously, there's you know some slight differences in. Um, obviously, you know, Kobe played five more years, um, has a lesser, you know, scoring averages than, you know, in statistics than Michael, uh, because of that. But I feel like that's the big negative mark against Kobe is, oh yeah, we've seen that, you know, which I think is like a way of devaluing it. And I think that's, I think that's ridiculous, but that's just me. You know, there's some people that think Kobe Bryant was only the best player in the league for only like a span of like two to three years, too. Shoot, yeah, that's. I, I mean, mean, he has one MVP. I mean, it is. I know there's a lot of flack yeah. about it, but I mean, it is what it is. He only has one MVP. Yeah. So. Well, he got sure. robbed. 
Yeah. Totally robbed. I think he should have more, obviously. But it, that's how it, that's how it is. That's his resume. But uh, we'll go on to number six. Uh, Hunter, who do you got at six? At number six, I have Wilt Chamberlain. So do I. Wilt Chamberlain. Um, yeah, I guess we can... Oh, do you really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, we didn't even plan this beforehand. Okay, so I'll just jump into why I think that, um, with that being the case. I mean, most physically dominant human being ever. I know a lot of people will say things like, oh, it was a, a weaker league. It's a bunch of white guys. They're all shorter. I mean, if you go back and look, the average size of an NBA player in the 60s is six foot five and two inches or, or 0.2 and the average height in the NBA today is six foot five as well. So I don't know where a lot of people make up this, you know, uh, this argument, oh, they're a bunch of small dudes. There's a bunch of, you know, midgets running around at, you know, a bunch of Davids running around Goliath. But I mean, a physical freak, like a lot of the, the things that he, the records he set were, are unparalleled. They'll never be touched or broken. There's even a bunch of stats and records that he would have if they included even steals and blocks, but they didn't until like way later. See, I'm glad you brought that up. So I looked it up on like a Reddit channel about like what would have well averaged for blocks, you know, based off some unofficial stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Approximately he would average like seven blocks a game. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's just crazy. And for him, like, he he didn't win a championship, did he? Uh, he has two. Or one. Or he has two, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously played at the same time as Bill Russell. Um, he, what's crazy about Wilt is, like, every time the naysayers, the haters would come and say, oh, he just scores a lot and rebounds a lot, he can't pass. Like, that next year, he would lead the league in assists, right? So, like, absolutely could make whatever he wanted to happen and totally had his way with basketball. Whatever he, like, I felt he was like Moses. Like, whatever he said just happened. <laughs> Obviously, he was always on a worse team, um, which makes it difficult, but hard to beat his records. Yeah, if you read the averages of Wilt, career average, 30.1 points, which is tied for most all-time with Michael Jordan. 22.9 he, rebounds. Yeah. Yeah, four point four assists, and then like I said, approximately seven blocks, and then you know, stills. You know, it's whatever. I just laugh because it's like sometimes when you watch an NBA game, they'll show like a stat, and they'll do it like at they'll like keep Will off the list because he's always at the top. Right. It's just, I mean, he has a case as the greatest of all time just from a stat perspective of dominance. Or yep. just like, it's just not even close. So he's the first guy on my list that I think could make a goat case. Yeah. It's funny because if you, like, a player in today's game gets 25 rebounds, people um, will almost freak out to, uh, to a certain point. Cause yeah. It's like, wow, 25 rebounds. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, this guy did it for not just one year, but many years. <laughs> Yeah, and he would average here seasons where he'd average fifty points, and I mean, this guy is—I'm just so freaky. I—I I don't know how true it is. I know they said like he's a seven-footer. He ran track and field, did high jump, you know, and uh, said something like that he has like a near fifty-inch vertical, you know, as a seven-footer. And and I remember hearing a, another funny story. Arnold Schwarzenegger um, worked out with Wilt Chamberlain and. He said that all of these bodybuilders that you know, Arnold was working out with, they were doing the tricep pull downs at the gym, you know, with the ropes, and they were all doing 120 pounds. Will would come over, do like he's like Arnold was like he would do like 150, 170. He would do them for reps. He just like blew all these other strong men out of the water with his uh, his ability. So people might be like, so why is Will only six all time? I mean, he like Hunter brought up. I mean, this guy is just he's not even human. He's mm. Like the stories about him. Part of it is, yeah. I think part of it is, at least for me, and I don't know if other people feel this way. I feel like when you, I feel like we should almost do two separate lists. 
lists and have centers on one list and then everybody else on another list. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's hard enough as it is to compare like a small forward and a shooting guard. To try and compare a center to, you know, a point guard is, is yeah. tough. Um, especially, I feel like um, there's so much of a center's ability, and I don't mean to downplay centers, but a, a large part of their success is how big, how strong, how tall they are. And so, at least for me in particular, it gets hard to, like, compare Wilt to... Michael Jordan. Like, I think Michael Jordan is a way better basketball player, even though Bill was, let's say, more dominant. It just kind of gets hairy, I think, at this point of the list, especially with centers. Yeah. yeah. I And something else I feel like that is you can't go... I don't think stats alone tell the whole story, even though Wilt's stats tell a crazy story. Um, because if we were going predominantly off of that, I mean, we'd be talking about Russell Westbrook. He'd be in our top 10, no doubt, with averaging, you know, three or four or five seasons with a triple-double, you know, stat line, right? I almost feel like Wilt Chamberlain would be what we'd view LeBron James as if he didn't get more championships because we talk about this dominance and the stats, and then you look and he's like, oh, he's just got two championships, though. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, they, at the end of the day, you play to win the game. You do. And, you know, two championships is great, but when you're on the top ten list, yeah, I'm gonna get nitpicky with that and say you only have two championships. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, so we all, you want to move on to your number five, Hunter? Yeah. So I think a, a great segue, right? Someone who played to win, no matter what. Bill Russell is number five on my list. Ironic. <laughs> 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 yep. number five on my list that's not why I'm, that's not why I'm laughing is bill, he number five on your list no bill russell's not on my top 10 i know you you hate the old guys i mean i think yeah go ahead and tell us what your five is uh keegan and then and then we can chat uh my five is larry bird so Oh my gosh! <laughs> I kind of touched on it before, but his span of dominance and then his just all-around stats—he's kind of—and then his shooting ability—that's that's why yeah. I just love him. And he yeah. played in a strong era of the NBA, which is going to be my counter to Bill. I see. Yeah, and I think, man, I think uh, Bill what played 13 seasons, won 11 championships. I mean, for how much you could squeeze out of a career. Uh, Bill did it better than anyone. Yeah, accolades why. Modern day R- Rudy Gobert is the modern day Bill Russell. Man, he just—I think if Rudy Gobert had eleven championships. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, skill set wise. Yeah, I mean, Bill Russell. I mean, did whatever needed to be done in order to win. Like, fit totally the teams. Was always on a better team. Um, then especially well, obviously not as um, offensively talented as well. Defensively, rebounding-wise, um, fairly comparable. Um, but, yeah, I mean, 11 championships is one that's never going to be touched ever again. Um, doing that within 13 years, I think going eight consecutive championships is baffling, absolutely baffling. It is really impressive, but let me tell you uh... – so I did a 5K the other weekend, and I took first place. So you hear Keegan took first place in a 5K, and you'll be like, whoa, Keegan, I didn't know you were a runner. I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, there was three other people in my age bracket, but but uh, yeah, I did take first place. So it's all the same as anything. If, you took... if somebody wins the Boston Marathon 100 years ago, they still win the Boston Marathon. Uh, it's a little different when there's like eight I mean, teams in the NBA. I just think, I mean, it is what it is, but I just think winning a championship in Bill Russell's era just, it's kind of weird because he has 11, it almost like hurts it for me because it's such a ridiculous number. I'm like, well, let me look at that. And like, oh, well, pretty much if you played with one leg, your team made the playoffs. 
Yeah. No, I. So I think. I, uh, I think. Disagree. Yeah, I don't think it was even that week of an era. An era. I know people like to say that oftentimes, but I mean, here's like a list of some of the top players. So you had Will Chamberlain, Oscar Robertson, Jerry West, Bill Russell, Bailey Howell, you know, Walt Bellamy, Sam Jones, Bob Pettit. Um, who else was there? Um, I mean, they had some of like the best. I mean, there's a, a lot of great people that were there in the 60s that were very strong. Um, I know we could talk about an argument that there was less teams that they had to fight through and, you know, all of that. But I mean, relative strength. I mean, some of these were, uh, I mean, great, great players. And there was, uh, you know, dozens of them. They were spread out through a bunch of different teams. Yeah, I mean, I, I just can't have my fifth best player of all time average 15 points. It's just, you know, Clay Thompson averages more than that. So it's just, it's just tough for me to say my fifth guy ever is going to average 15 points. But that's just me. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, if you look for yeah, just the, just the scoring aspect. Yeah, uh, Elgin Baylor was also in there. Um, I yeah. mean, very, very strong players in the era. So if you're over the age of 60, you're going to get really mad. When we do sports lists, I'm not a big fan of players after, I mean, before the 80s. Like, when people do their all-time wide receiver list and they're like, Don Hudson was better than Randy Moss. I'm kind of like, um, uh, I, I just struggle with that. So, I respect Bill Russell as... 11 championships. He's actually 11th on my list if we had a top 11. But uh yeah, and I feel I feel like from that argument as well Keegan is like I think all of the players that came after, I mean it's not fair to compare them back because the only reason why those players are good is cuz they were built off the backs of their predecessors, right? Yeah, equals out, you know, technology, you know, better technology. See, these guys they're playing in converse they, yeah. <laughs> they were playing in Converse, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, Michael that's Jordan was playing against so plumbers and stuff, so that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's why that's why I had Bill Russell at, at at five for me. So, and and here's the thing, Bill Russell. I mean, he he has a case as the goat because he has the most championships. So, I mean, I can't argue against that. Yeah. So. uh What's your number four, Hunter? I have Kobe Bryant as my number four. Wow. Yeah. So when Matt said, I'm not yeah, I think, I think he, I, I think, you know, Matt said he had him at seven or eight and he's like, yeah, this is probably way higher on my list than most people. <laughs> yeah. I have him. I have him at, I have him at four. <laughs> Kobe Bean Bryant. I'm not going to argue against you. He's like I said, he's my favorite player all time. So, I mean, if you want Kobe at four, that's great. I'm putting him at four. Um, I think it goes back to when we were talking about earlier. You know, there's a lot of people on this list you can argue. Yeah. You know, one way or another for fourth greatest all time or eighth greatest all time. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not gonna argue with it either. Matt, who's your four? My number four is Magic Johnson. That's who I got it for. Yep. Those are I think, both um, really good picks. I think he's the greatest point guard of all time, um, greatest passer of all time. I mean, I know we've talked about him earlier, so I don't want to get too much into it again. But, um, you know, it's one of those things. He's the greatest player on the floor for, you know, his era, for at least a lot of it. I mean, you can argue Larry, you can argue maybe a few other players, but... Um, just overall, um, again, accolades. Um, well, he's the only player to win finals MVP as a rookie. Um, yeah, I mean. Can play like any position you were too. To pick, yeah, I mean. So, um, yeah, that's my number four. Well, yep. if anyone's listening carefully, I think we all have the same top three and – I'll happily make the statement. I don't think there's a case for anyone to be above these three, just from a resume perspective. So, yeah. 
Um, so, I well, maybe I shouldn't assume. I'm assuming everyone's top three is Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in some order. But maybe not. So, bad <laughs> assumption. But uh, Hunter, who's your number three? So, I have Kevin Durant at number three. No, I'm just kidding. Oh I have Kareem. I have Kareem. I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> no, I have Kareem. In the call. <laughs> He's just hang up. Yeah, I have Kareem at number three. Um, I Sorry. I kept – I always – I keep flipping him in between two and three oftentimes. So, but yeah, I have, I have Kareem uh, as number three for me. I also have him at three as well. Same here. Yeah. Yeah, I man, I think there's some aspects I feel like when people talk about Kareem that they don't keep an account. Like, so he played 20 years in the NBA, right? Before that, he played four years in college and won three national championships in college before playing 20 years and playing until he was 40, 41, 42, and still hitting clutch shots, still having the ball in his hands, still performing at a high level at that age, which is so insane to me. Lou I mean, Alcindor. Yep, back in the day before he converted to Islam, and so I think, yeah, Kareem is just—I mean, seven foot two, the unguardable shot. As of now, top scorer um, of all time. Uh, looks like LeBron's obviously getting pretty close. We'll see if he has the wheels to go take that. But wow, I, what a career! Offensively, defensively, I love that dude. I mean, if you're looking for a goat resume. Six championships, six MVPs. He's got the longevity, 19-time All-Star, you know, 11-time All-NBA defense, great career averages. Um, what keeps him from my top two is he only has two finals MVPs. Again, I'm going to hit the home on the finals MVPs. It's basically saying you were the best player on the team that won the championship during that series. And I think that's where most people would not put Kareem because I think Towards the end, there are cases that Magic Johnson was the best player on the team. It's kind of that Kobe Shaq argument. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, and I feel like sometimes with that aspect is that like, oftentimes the Finals MVP I feel like is determined by a moment. Maybe like they changed the tide or they changed the momentum or what they did. Like a single performance really changed everything, and then normally they'll give it there instead of maybe the consistency, you know. But I mean, Kareem was always the guy that they had to look out for and guard heavily and because he would just he would run away with it. Yeah. By far. Even on the Lakers team with Magic and Worthy. We should toss in most unguardable move think, of all time. Yep. I think one of the most disrespectful things is when people talk about the greatest scorers of all time and they talk about oh, Michael Jordan and they talk about um, Kevin Durant and whoever else. Um you can't forget about Kareem. I mean, yeah. He, it wasn't glamorous, or he maybe wouldn't go out and get you 50, uh, um, but he's one of the greatest scorers of all time. He has the most points of all time. Yeah. Um, I didn't look it up, but I'm sure if you looked at his points in the playoffs as well, he's right up there with LeBron and, and all those other guys as well. But Here's a case for Kareem as the GOAT. If you take college and NBA and high school – by the way, he had an awesome high school career. He did, yep. He had the best collection of a career from all three levels of anyone. Yeah. So there's his GOAT case. If you want all three levels, he's, I think, the undisputed GOAT from that perspective. Right. I, I hold, like That's why, for me, I feel like he's up there and why I often flip him even into the, t the second spot. Sure. You know, just absolutely, absolutely freaky, you know, uh, with, with what he... What he did, um, but yeah. All right. Well, are we ready? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> so, so I think you share the one, right? You share number one here. Yeah, I guess we can share them com combined, right? Since mm -hmm. we all have them the same. Uh, Hunter, how about you start us off? Who's your one, and who's Tell us your number one. So I have 
Michael Jordan as my number one, and then LeBron as my number two. I have Michael Jordan as my number one, and James Harden, not, and LeBron James is <laughs> my number two. Uh, it's a 1A, 1B for me. I know that sounds cheating, but it's kind of. LeBron's career is not over. So I need that whole True. collection to to anoint someone to go. I need their whole career. Unless you're Tom Brady and you're just kind of <laughs> lapping the field by that point. I want to hear Matt's, though. Mine is it's it's similar to Keegan's. I'm going to say number one, LeBron, and my number two is Michael Jordan. If, but I would say this. If LeBron retired tomorrow, if LeBron literally, he just, tomorrow he retired, I would have to say Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. So in my, in my numbering, I have some assumptions. I'm assuming that he's going to continue to play at least at a somewhat high level for the next two to three years. Um, but if, if I was starting my team and I had a beginning player in the NBA to start my team, I pick LeBron James. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, he still has a career. I think that's yeah, a huge argument for him. It's hard to it's hard to almost place him, right? Uh you know, um and maybe say the one because it's like, hey, there's still more that's happening. And I think it is fair to say like all these other people we've talked about, careers are over. They've been over for a while. And we can say like they have nothing more to add, but you know, LeBron could still have a lot more to add for sure. Here's one thing that gets me about Michael Jordan that I always forget about. He has a Defensive Player of the Year award too. So not only is he, he one of the all-time greatest offensive players, but he was an elite defensive player as well. Nine-time All NBA defense. So I know Hunter, you mentioned you like the defensing. Michael oh. Jordan, he's third. I think he's third all-time in steals too. Yep. So it's just yep. it's, well, and what's wild is he won, you know, Defensive Player of the Year, MVP, scoring title, you know, all in the same season, yep. which is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous that he dominated on every aspect on the floor that you possibly could, and won all of those accolades in the same year, and this was his what third, fourth year in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And, and don't get me wrong, I can make a passionate case of why LeBron James is number one. Yeah. Um, it's just how you look at it. Uh, I mean, that 6-0 and just looks so nice, too. He just Michael Jordan, no one beat him in the finals. I, we can talk about you know who he faced and whatnot. I, you know, trust me, I, I know every angle. I know LeBron, you can't take finals losses into account. Like, 07, I mean, he shouldn't have been in the finals. Are we going to, you know dock him for making the finals so I, i'm not yep. that's not what i'm getting at there but it's still the fact that no one really got their turn with michael jordan it was kind of like your hakeem mention it was like does hakeem get any rings if michael jordan retires i don't no i i don't think so it's a big what if and i hate talking in what ifs but you know i feel like that's eight that's eight straight you know to compete with uh sure. bill russell's eight straight it's kind of like LeBron's era. I mean, Duncan got another turn. Durant got a turn. Curry got a turn. Kawhi got a turn. You know, Giannis got a turn. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get. I mean, again, that's from LeBron's long career. And, yeah. You know, it's just. It's yeah, tough. I think if you take, <laughs> it's it is tough because honestly, if you take Michael Jordan right, you take his six years, like his six, six years that he won the championship. By far, like light years better than anyone else's six years. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, before that, after that, I my my biggest thing that I hate is the the double standard. It's like, well, LeBron's on the Lakers, and it's like, oh, he missed the playoffs. He sucks. He's you know he's washed all this stuff. And then it's like, all right, tell me what Michael Jordan did when he was on the Wizards. And I, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. Michael Jordan did play more than six seasons, by the way. I know. <laughs> it's forgotten oh. a little bit. But yeah. yeah he did or it's play. like it's it's like it's like uh, 
yeah, LeBron got swept in the finals, and it's like, all right, he took a bunch of bumps to the finals, and then it's like, Michael Jordan, how many times did he get swept in the first round? It's like, all right, guys, let's let's try and remember everything. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. to go along with your point, Matt, if I'm ta- if I'm looking at the most talented all around basketball player basketball player of all time, I think that I believe that's LeBron James. Yeah, but uh, just from a mentality perspective there's something about michael jordan that i mean it almost you almost imagine flames coming off him and and i don't, they don't fault LeBron. Yeah. yeah and i don't fault lebron for his failures in 2011 i think that's a cool part of people's stories when they fell and then they and they learn to pick up and grow from them like i don't mm-hmm. like i think it's cool he failed so bad and then rose back and came back from it so i i, I I don't like using players' failures as ways to to attack their resume because I see that as like if they rebound from that, then I I, I admire it more. Yeah, yeah, and I I mean, twenty sixteen is a huge. I mean, played the best team arguably in the NBA seventy three and nine Warriors, be down three one in the in the finals and then come back and win a championship for Cleveland after 51, 52 years drought is no one. I don't know if you could put any other person on this list, on the list that we've talked about today on in that same position as LeBron and climb out of it. I don't think you could put Michael in there. I don't think you could put Kareem in there. I don't think you could put Kobe in there, you know, Will, Bill, any, anyone. And that they would have made that happen. And that is, I mean, absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Well, folks, there's our top 10. Uh, once this pods up for a couple days, we'll post the top 10, and we want you guys to comment, uh, interact what you think of our top 10, and then uh, vote whose top 10 you like the most. Uh, I think for the most part, they're actually really similar. Yeah, I was shocked at how similar and even spot on that we were and you know, with it. Are we also going to talk about I think I'll... snubs? Sorry. Yeah, so... No, I was just... Go ahead, the only man. person that was different was Hakeem. <laughs> Hakeem, yep. And yeah, uh, y'all said you'd have him at 11? Yeah. 11. <laughs> and I'd have Bill at 11, so, I mean. Yeah, not even that different. And that's what I was going to say. For me, I have a very fine line for my top 11. It's a, it's a crowded space, but uh, we can highlight some snubs and then uh, – also, let's highlight maybe some players that are currently playing that could sneak into their top 10. So, uh, any notable snubs to mention here, Hunter, or any players to mention that are currently uh, playing? And I, uh, they're obvious people, but go ahead and highlight them. Yeah, I think I have a, I have a, a handful here. I think Kevin Durant, uh, Steph Curry, Allen Iverson, Tracy McGrady, super short career, but probably one of the most talented individuals ever. Charles Barkley, Carl Malone, and then I have Isaiah Thomas um, as part of my snubs, you know, um, that are on there. Matt? Um, to be honest, I don't really have too many snubs. I mean, I agree with a few of the players that Hunter mentioned that you could make a case for. Um, but there's nobody... I don't really think there was anyone that was that I had like a super difficult time leaving them off the of, off off of my top ten list at least. As far as players that I could make it onto the top ten, I think currently, um, in my eyes, the most realistic one, um, based off everything that's happened in their career so far, is Giannis. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I think he could. I think he. I think he could go down as the best two-way player of all time from a defensive offensive standpoint um you could argue that he's the closest thing from a dominant standpoint the shack that we've that we've seen um i think his his difficult roadblock um that he's gonna have to overcome is his championships i think the nba is different nowadays and um i'm getting into a place where you can total you know four five championships is difficult because every free agency you know, all the teams are like, all right, how do we beat the last year's championship? And, you know, it's never really been like that. Um, so if he can if he can get up 
third to the three, the four mark. Uh, I think he's got a real case for it. And then um, I think he deserves a place in the top ten, or he will, but I don't think he will make it um, simply because of, like you've mentioned a few times, Keegan, finals MVPs, but I think he got host um, twice at least, is uh, Stephen Curry. Um, yeah. I think he's, I think he's going to go down as the second greatest guard of all time. Um, obviously mm-hmm. the greatest shooter of all time. Um, but the fact that well, he's got three championships and zeroes finals MVPs makes it makes it kind of hard to argue for that. Um, but yeah. No, those are great points from both of you. Um, highlight some of uh, some snubs others people might look at. You know, Jerry West is another old timer. You know, people. You know, average twenty seven points, six assists, got a championship. Um, David Robinson, great two-way player. Carl mm-hmm. uh, Malone. Um, Dr. J is an interesting one. If you consider the, it is a- interesting. the ABA aspect, you know. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't convert well. I mean, he's the best ABA player ever, and the ABA did influence the NBA a ton, so you never know. You know, maybe if he'd played the NBA the whole time, his resume might look different. Mm-hmm. Um, Moses Malone, you know, three MVPs. That really stood out to me. No, not a lot of guys have that many MVPs. Uh, but yeah, I think, like you guys said, I mean, pretty much the list is pretty solid. Uh, I had four players that could make a case into the top ten, basically knocking out Hakeem or Shaq for me. Uh, obviously, Kevin Durant. Uh, for me, I mean, look, I don't want to get into what his championships mean, but I, I'm going to. <laughs> like, he did join a 73-9 team. With, you know, he basically joined the greatest team of all time. And yeah, Just he won two finals MVPs. I'm, he was... The best on this, the best team ever. You sure. Know? But, you know, it's just not... I If he wins, like, a championship with the Nets, then the conversation gets really interesting. Hmm. Um, you know, he only has one MVP. Uh, so that's something else to consider. I mean, statistically, he's awesome. So that's not really an issue there um the other person you guys mentioned steph curry yeah i mean the finals envy the andre iguodala things so <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> to stop lebron james who continued to score 35 points a game right and, and triple double like, <laughs> triple double <laughs> i mean i get he wasn't playing a plus steph curry but i mean if you look at the stats i mean i've brought this up with people all the time i mean he still was averaging I mean, he led the team in points and assists and steals. I mean, I, I don't know what more you want. So, I mean, yeah, and, and then there's some with Durant where, you know, Curry played an important role there too. Uh, he's got the two MVPs. Uh, I mean, currently in the NBA, I'd say the top two MVP candidates are Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. So it will be kind of a fun race for the rest of their careers because I think those are your mm-hmm. top two guys right now to sneak in. And I don't know which one I put over the other. I mean, Curry carries the you know best shooter ever title. You know, Durant's kind of the Titan best scorer ever. Yeah, you know? this best like like the best scorer that's maybe ever played the game. I can't deny any I of that. I think one thing that I think one thing people overlook as well with Durant. I mean, it doesn't hold very much weight at all if you're talking about greatest of all times. But as far as somebody who's been able. to the comeback from as serious as an injury as he had. Hmm. I mean, it makes it that much more remarkable, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah, Achilles Hill was pretty much the nail in the coffin for your career. At totally. least up to this point. Yeah. Especially for someone that big. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also had Giannis Antetokounmpo as someone, you know, if you look at it, if his career ended today, he might be a top 25 player of all time with his resume. I know it mm-hmm. sounds maybe overkill but i mean he's got a championship two mvps a finals mvp five all nbas and a defensive player of the year yeah like are you Love kidding the, yeah and i forgot to mention Giannis on my list but yeah i could see someone him definitely entering the you know top top 10 list and then i guess honorable mention for possible but i don't think it will happen now uh Kawhi leonard i think you know winning two championships with two different teams and what he did with Toronto, I think, is actually really cool. I mean, he goes there a year, and they win a championship. Uh, regular season, he just doesn't have it, but I thought he was at least worth mentioning. 
Yes. Yeah, I like Kawhi. But Don't I, know if he would he would make the top ten list for me. If I had a globe, I personally think Durant and Curry will make a lot of people's top ten lists in 10, 15 years. I think people mm-hmm. will be comfortable knocking out like a Duncan or a Hakeem or Shaq or Bill Russell or Wilt, you know, not, not appreciating, you know, the other players as I, much. I think people will have a harder time with Durant just because of Golden, his his championships and what they mean without getting what they mean. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And that's where, you know, for me, I think it's hard to put like, oh, necessarily, like, oh, the championship stuff like that, which is super hypocritical because I put Bill Russell so high. But um, for me, I think it's like, okay, well, who's just the best player, right? Like, and Kevin Durant, just as, an, as a basketball player, is phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Just has it all. Can dribble like guard, automatic from three-point mid-range, like an absolute terror to have to guard, you know, defensively, a solid long. Well, guys, it was a good chat. I think uh, collectively, I think there's a the top 11, if you asked 100 people their top 11, I think, I mean, I, I'd say most people would give you your top 11. And I think most people would agree Steph Curry and Kevin Durant are in the waiting room. Mm. So, so I, I think it's a pretty, yeah. it's funny how that ends up working out. Like, and you just take everything into account and the lists get very consistent. Uh, if you're still listening, thank you for listening and listening to, to our passionate debate. Uh, we're going to continue doing this. Uh, we're not just doing sports. I want to cl- clarify that again. Us three are big sports guys, but we're going to do silly things too. In fact, next week, you know, with Thanksgiving come up, we may do some uh, tears and some passionate debate on what we like there. So we'll be doing some other fun stuff for, uh, you know, non-sports listeners. Uh, We'll bring in some guests, maybe some expert guests or some passionate guests. Uh, I've already told a few people about this pod and they're like, oh, when, am I, when can I come guest speak? And I'm like, all right. But I know I'm really excited to do this. Uh, glad to have Hunter and Matt joining me as well. But uh, any other th- closing thoughts from you two? No, man, I'm excited. Excited for the other list and excited for our listeners. Yeah. Let us know if you want to, if you want to, to go over any specific type of list as well something that you want to hear our opinion or our viewpoint on we'll be more than happy to do it yeah same here excited to make this a a regular thing and just to be able to talk a lot about just a a lot of different social topics you know with you know sports music um, movies shows food i think that'll be a it'll be a blast I agree. Well, thanks, guys. You're listening to The Socialist. Have a great night.